I muted it. <laughs> Which means it was on the whole time. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's, um, let's start by thinking about our dad. Not our earthly dad. Our heavenly father. It's um, incredible. The, the concept is incredible. If you've been around church for ages, you will know this. Um, in your head at least. The concept that um, our creator who made us and formed us and sustains all life um, positions himself relationally as a parent. That the God beyond galaxies who creates everything and sustains it with his will and with his word and holds it in the palm of his hand positions himself, reveals himself to his creation as a person who can be known as a parent. Isaiah, prophet Isaiah, yet, O Lord, you're our father. We're the clay, you're the potter, we're all formed by your hand. The psalmist, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. And again, in, in the Psalms, the Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate to those who fear him. And then the Apostle John, you might know this, 1 John 3, see how very much our father loves us, for he calls us his children, and that is what we are. Our, our creator God positions himself as our parent. Now, this is important to understand. Um, as our father, not because he's male, okay? Not because God's, you know, that's the line of the way God relates to us. It's not a gender issue. Um, male and female, he created them in the image of God. He created them, Genesis 1. Um, together, males and females, we're image bearers. We bear the image of God, people created. Um, uh, <coughs> God revealed as father is about intimacy and connection and the perfect, eternal, beautiful, consistent <coughs> parent um, to us. I say that because if you had a toxic relationship with your father, sometimes it's hard to get around that memory or that thought and, um, and you need to go the other way <coughs> because a mother's love is God's love. Um, um, I'm not suggesting you should look up and go, dear mother, because that's not the way God's asked us to address him and it's not the way he's revealed. But just so you know, when we talk about God as the parent, it's all-encompassing. Um, see how very much our Father loves us. He calls us his children and that is what we are. Um, I don't know what your earthly parents were like or are like. And my dad was uh, faithful and fun and taught me the Bible. Taught me the Bible like a like a military school kind of taught me the Bible. Like you, you get food if you can recite your verses. Kind of taught me the Bible, <laughs> um, which I'm grateful for actually, in the aspects of that. But uh, he was also uh, really self-oriented and demanding and critical, and I loved him, and I busted my gut to try and get a little scrap of approval or attention. <coughs> excuse me, all of my life. Um, it's been a big journey for me to look up and say, Father, and understand that I'm not talking to my dad. 
I'm not performing. You know, I don't need to be extraordinary to be noticed. Um, listen to Jesus talking to his disciples, John 14. Oh, this is, uh, I want to I bring this to you because sometimes we, when we look up, we say, yeah, but I'd, like, I've had this experience on earth with my earthly parents, so how do I know? When I look, how do I trust? How do I, how can I tell? What's, what's, um, who am I talking to? When I look up through my ceiling or um, down on my knees or um, up through the clouds or the stars and I'm trying to relate to God who says he's my father, how do I know what he's like? Listen to Jesus talking to his disciples, John 14. He says, if you'd really known me, you'd know who my father is. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father, then we'll be satisfied. Jesus replied, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and you still don't know who I am? Anyone who's seen me has seen the Father. Anyone who's seen me has seen the Father. So why are you asking me to show him to you? Yeah. So when we go, who am I talking to? Jesus says, Oi, you know, it's, it's not a cloud. It's not an ethereal kind of maybe up there. It's not some concept you want to make up or you heard from somebody else. I'm right here. I'm right here. I can't, I'm living with you. I've lived among you. You've, you've watched me. You know what I want. You know what I, you know what I like. You know what I care about. You know what I'm invested in. You know what my values are. You know what? If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Not because God is a bloke with a beard or a carpenter. You know what I mean? Jesus is talking about this is God's intent, his motive, his values. His, this is the character of God, like perfectly revealed in a human, Jesus. Uh, Matthew is there listening to this. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And maybe Matthew thinks, oh, you mean like when I was in a tax collector's booth and I'd already prioritised money over any kind of sense of principle or anything like that. And I was that kind of guy that had sold out and everybody knew that. But I was getting rich. But, you know, I'd abandoned the, any thought of being right or just a while ago. And, and I was a social pariah to my peers. And, and Jesus, when you saw me and you, you came to me and you came into my space and you invited me to be free of that and to, and to start again and... Like that, if, is, is that the Father? Yeah, that's the Father. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And Peter's probably listening too, and he, maybe he's thinking of the time where they're in this uh, crowd in the street and this leper, this person with a skin disease who's infectious, who's supposed to not be there, gate crashes the whole scene and everybody scrambles back this way, but not Jesus. He leans in and reaches down and puts his hands on unclean infectious person if you've seen me you've seen the father or uh, James who's there and James and John a few times did this they come, come to Jesus those times and they've gone uh, how do we who are we compared to other people because can we be important compared to other people 
Like, I know that like, people are important, but we want to be a little bit more important. So can you just let us know where we fit in in comparison um, to other people? And Jesus, every time, says, guys, you know, there's, there's no. You're important, but you're not more important. In fact, if you want to know me, you need to serve like I serve. Because reaching and grasping for things is not what I want. It's not what I do, and it's not what I want you to do. The greatest is the servant. Selflessness is king, James. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And John's listening too, and John's watched Jesus with all these people, like farmers. He says, you can be children of your Father in heaven. Fishermen, you can follow me. You can do what I do. Roman soldiers, I see your faith, and I'll reward it. Samaritans, I know you know, our tribes hate each other, but let me come to you and, and offer you life. Among the children of God are tax collectors, religious leaders, Romans, Samaritans, peasants, the wealthy. Because of this offer of life, Jesus says, I didn't come to condemn the world, but to save it, this is the Father. If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Now, this brings a lot more oomph to John's exclamation uh, in his letters later in life, see how very much our Father loves us, for he calls us his children, and that is what we are. We know who our Heavenly Father is, because through Jesus, our Creator God walked among us, loved us, all of us. He showed us what God was like, and he told us what God was like. Um, so we know who the Father is. I talk to um, a lot of people, a lot of you, and a lot of people outside of our um, CCW family, and a frequent question is, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what God wants. I don't feel what he kind of wants for me. I don't, I don't, I, I'm just not feeling the connection. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I can trust what he would uh, want. Jesus here is saying, guys, 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 look at me. This is God. This is your father. This is your father who humbled himself and, and came and lived here. He didn't have to. He wanted to because he loves us. He walked around in, in human form who walked willingly because he didn't have to into our death. So like, like Ads was saying before, because he loves us. This is God who reaches past all the social boundaries. When everyone else recoils, he reaches in to bring healing and wholeness and help. This is God who identifies with those who are broken and outcast, but also is open-hearted and not prejudiced against the rich, the Pharisee, the religious. He, you know, when Nicodemus comes to him, sneaks out so his peers don't see what he's going to do and says, hey, Jesus, can you tell me a little bit more about this? And Jesus has this big conversation with him and shows him life. This is our God who just came because he loves us who went all the way to Calvary, who hung on a cross for you and for me. How much does God love us this much? If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So Paul says in Romans 8, why do we say about all that if God is for us? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? We don't need to worry ever, ever about who we're talking to because we've seen him in Jesus. And if you think, what's my father like? When I, when I look up and I go, Father, what's he like? Read Matthew, read Mark, 
Read Luke, read John again. Look at Jesus. Look at Jesus. That's your father. So Jesus modeled the father, but he also, he also talked about uh, what the father's like in his um, parables of lost things, lost coins, um, lost sheep, lost son. Uh, when he positions the father, here's the father, the stately landowner, uh, the one who's done no wrong, the, the, the good guy, whose son has gone off and squandered all of the... So he's, just, he's the father, he's standing on his porch or wherever he is, looking out into the distance, hoping, hoping, hoping that one of his kids would come home, looking for his lost kids. Um, and then when he sees him and the, this kid is straggling back and he's destitute and he's squandered all of his potential and he's squandered all of the wealth and he's wasted everything the father has given him. This is how Jesus positions the father, like just joy and delight because that's his kid. Running. Like running to... Embrace that child. That's our father. Like dignity, dignity to the winds, you know, like just wow. And there's this kid with all these excuses. I can't, I'm not good enough, I'm, I'm, I've, I've wrecked it, I'm, I'm, I stink, I'm like, I'm, you know, I was feeding pigs, dad. Like just the worst thing I could possibly do. And all of those excuses and stuff get overwhelmed by the embrace of a father that just. He just wants to forgive us. He just wants to bring us home. He just wants to love us. He just wants us to know you're mine, you're mine, you're mine. I'm so glad you're home. That's our Father. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord will hold me close, says the psalmist. Father to the fatherless. And defender of widows, this is God whose dwelling is holy. This is our Father, our Creator. Um, his love, now you know this. Can your heart hear this? Can my heart hear this? His love is more selfless and powerful than we would ever understand. Um, his love is more selfless and powerful than we can imagine. Um, his love for us is more beautiful and deep and complete and relentless than we could ever dream. The Lord is like a father to his children, tender and compassionate. You know, as a dad, because I've known God, uh, I follow Jesus uh, every day. Um, from when I was 18 years old, I got saved. And that I haven't had a day where I haven't squared up accounts with God. I haven't gone to bed out of sorts with God in all of that time. I've walked with God. Not my credit, it's just the grace of God. Now, you know how much inside one day and the next you can really stuff it up. So I've had some shockers, you know, along the way. I'm not claiming perfection there. I'm just saying, no, I've walked with God the whole time I've been a parent. And my kids are adults now. Um, and I've, I've wanted to be this selfless dad I've wanted to be this relentlessly selfless dad um, but it's hard <laughs> it's really hard isn't it dads I don't want to beat dads up um, there's this call for us to be selfless 
but it's hard. And in as much as we manage to go, not my need right now, but yours, in as much as we manage to go, oh, I'm feeling tired or I'm, I'm feeling like I want something for me, but instead I have to just drop all that and, and do this thing uh, for you. In as much as we allow the Spirit of God to move us to be selfless, it is beautiful. But, you know, if my kids start a sentence like, hey, Dad, remember that time you, I never know which way that's going to go because it could go either way. Because we're broken, aren't we? And I hope my kids like me, but more than that, I just want them to know the Father. Because I'm not perfect, but he is. I'm not selfless, but he is. I'm not completely safe all the time either, but he is. So dads, may you be blessed and encouraged. Keep close to God and keep loving your kids uh, like he does. And find in the embrace of our Father the forgiveness and the reset today. To start again. To go again. To look to heaven to find this platform where the past is dealt with. And now we have another chance to love our kids. To reach out to our kids. Or to love our dads. to ask the genuine question of our Father, I think I've done everything, but could you please show me if there's something that I've not or that I could? Because I just, I want to be selfless. Like you're selfless, God. Because it can be a weird day today. We've talked about that a little bit here. It can be a hard day. I had a conversation with someone last week um, who had this kind of testimony. I don't like Father's Day. There's too much pain for this reason or that reason. Um, you know, because of I'm a, I'm a kid who's done this or my dad was like this or my kids have done this um, and it's just painful. And then he said, but I thought, I was talking to God about that and then I felt like God said, how do you think I feel? My kids, that's me. <laughs> Maybe Father's Day isn't just about my experience. Maybe it's about our father. And I think that's a beautiful and mature and, um, and that's, that's a gift to that person. And that story is a gift to us to reflect today on the father that we have. So let's come home to him again today. Um, we're going to sing a song. We're going to get the team to sing a song. Father's House. Um, you might not know it. Um, it's a response song, so it's a chance for you to close your eyes if you want. Um, certainly, however you do this, focus on God. Listen to the words and think, how does this apply to me? Because I want it to. I very much want it to um, apply to me today. I got an email from someone this week that just said, um, I, for the first time, felt in my heart, after years and years and years and years of believing this stuff, I, for the first time, felt in my heart um, that affirmation from God that I'm his child. And, um, and I think that's gorgeous. Um, that's the promise of Romans. That his spirit testifies with our spirit that we're God's children. And I want that for you um, and for me, um, even now. I'm going to pray really quickly and then we're going to let this song wash over us as we reflect.
on our relationship with our Father. Our Father, quicken our hearts now. Open our, open our spirits. Um, humble our hearts, God. May we have open hands and open hearts now. We want to we experience you. We want to know you. We trust you, Holy Spirit.